Hi, welcome back to the Glow Your Goddess podcast. This is Joy B. And this is James B. And we are back for our next Glow Your Goddess episode. It's time already, isn't it? It is time. I feel like it's always time. Seems like the weeks get away from us. They do. Because we are having fun. So um, on today's episode, what we are going to be talking about is the five myths your girlfriends are telling you that are probably keeping you single. And the guys are really frustrated about this. Yeah, they are. They're like, why are these girls making these decisions? What 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 can we do? Maybe we can send them over to the Glow Your Goddess podcast so they can bust these myths they for us. They all need to hear this episode, yes. for sure. So we are super excited because we have James here who's going to give us that other perspective um, as to what makes sense and what does not make sense. Um, but I'll give my perspective as well because I always do, and I'm excited to do that. We were inspired this week by some conversations that happened in coaching um, that happening in some calls because I have been doing a lot of groups around dating specifically so a lot of questions have been coming around that so I'm excited to share this stuff with you guys tonight so let's go ahead and talk about our first myth okay our first myth avoid making the first move okay so we have so many rules um, around like our sexuality, our um, ideas around who's supposed to do what, who's supposed to pay for what, who's supposed to call who, who's supposed to text who, who's supposed to walk up to who and ask interesting questions about this person and blah, blah, blah. Okay. This is absolutely a myth, ladies. I'm talking to my goddesses here because that's who I talk to. Um, you do not have to wait for somebody to make the first move with you. Okay. Um, Definitely this, a myth. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, James, share with us a little bit about what it would be like if a woman walked up to you and made the first move, whether that is somebody at work, whether it's somebody at church, whether it's somebody who's at the gas station or at the bar, you're having a meal, you're having a drink or whatever. Like, what's that like for you for someone to actually walk up to you? Um, it's actually really refreshing because as guys – we like to be all suave and debonair and stuff like that, but we're actually clueless when it comes to women. And, you know, there's a few of us guys that are extroverts. We'll go up and talk to anybody. But for the most part, we're out with our dudes or we're having a good time and we may not even notice that you're interested. Mm. And so unless we're out there looking for you, mm -hmm. you need to make that move if you're interested. So, well, what about the women who are like, you should always be checking for me because I'm so beautiful. I'm so amazing. Like I come with that finesse. So you should be, you know, automatically floating over towards me. Why should I have to approach you if you're really interested? You know, the idea that people say, girl, if he's really interested, you'll know. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the girls that are scheduling four therapy sessions with you. Oh, my God. <laughs> That has to be edited out. <laughs> no. <laughs> so say something different and then put that back together. <laughs> I'm not going to say something different because that's exactly what it is. <laughs> no. Okay. Listen. <laughs> okay. We're not going to edit that part out apparently. Um, listen. What he's saying is those are the girls who are. They're struggling to find a date. Yes. And they're expecting the guy to do everything. 
so and then when they don't have a date, they go to their girlfriends or they go to their therapist or they go to somebody they trust and say, I can't find a date. What you're doing is I can't, someone's not finding me. Correct. And so I would say I would challenge with that is like, are you letting yourself be found? Right. And sometimes letting yourself be found is putting yourself in places and positions where you will be seen. And sometimes that position is right next to this dude who uh, didn't bother to make eye contact with you because he was so nervous or he was thinking about something or he was, you know, busy on his phone, you know, looking something up, who knows what it is, right? Like just because we do have our glow doesn't mean that a guy is going to absolutely notice it. Or it doesn't mean that this guy is going to think that he is able to approach your glow, right? He might not feel like that's his space to do that. He might make an assumption like somebody this, you know, magnificent may not want me to be talking to them. They're probably with somebody already. Um, that's definitely something that I know a, a lot of women struggle with. A lot of the people mm -hmm. who do come to see me are very attractive. I would say that all my clients are actually very good looking, mostly well-adjusted, you know, successful women. And right. the problem is a lot of men do not want to approach them all the time because I think that they may feel intimidated. Right. So if a guy feels intimidated, it's definitely going to be something that you want to add to your toolbox that you are not avoiding making the first move because you might be missing out on something really amazing. And even the best looking guy gets shot down. Mm -hmm. You know, we approach as guys, we approach many women when we're dating, when we're single, when we're looking, when we're seriously looking, we approach a lot of women mm -hmm. and we get shot down so many times and at some point, you know, we're just out with the dudes and we're not looking anymore. And that may be the place where we meet somebody. And it's really important for both the men and the women to be actively involved in dating if that's what you're looking for. Okay. So I did mention a lot of like in-person scenarios and obviously right now, well, depending on when you're listening to this, we are in the middle of somewhat of like a lockdown, a quarantine. So this, what I'm talking about making the first move definitely also applies to online dating. Uh, ladies, we are doing the swiping as well, right? So you don't want to be just sitting and waiting for people to be in your inbox, but you also want to be pretty assertive with your swiping because this is also you um, picking what you want, right? And not just waiting for the things that you're not interested in to just pop up for you, but being very intentional about manifesting the type of energy and person that you want to have in your life. So you not avoiding the first move is going to be one of the best moves that you can make for yourself, making sure that you cultivate what it is that you want. And your potential date is really going to appreciate it. Absolutely. Because he's going to get something that he may never have even considered by having you approach him. See, what does come across your mind, honestly, if a woman comes up to you, you know, like it's refreshing, but what's the first thought when you see someone come up to you and start talking to you or start asking you questions about yourself, making it clear that they're very interested in you? Um, it really, it really actually makes you feel really good. Um, I have had the opportunity in my life a couple of times where a woman was interested in me and came right up to me and said so much. And it's really refreshing to not have to be always pursuing and to be caught off guard. It's actually refreshing to be caught off guard that way. Nice. So you kind of just like raised up your level of um, awesomeness, right? When 
somebody walked up to you, you know, she just kind of raised her value a little bit there. You're right. Okay. Okay. So that is. And your buddies kind of wonder like, what the heck is going on with you? She came right up to you and walked right past us. Oh, so you just got some points from your friends. You just get points. You get, you get street cred with your guys. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that was myth number one. Another myth that we want to bust up here is that you should be constantly playing hard to get. Your girlfriends are telling you, look, girl, don't, don't look thirsty. Don't put yourself out there and act like you really want it or you really want to be with him. Don't ask him all these questions about himself. I've literally had people say that to me, like, you shouldn't ask him questions. You should ask, you should act very disinterested. I'm like, really? Hmm. Like, I mean, just in regular socialization in terms of um, creating connections with people, whether it's for work or for friendships, we want to seem like we're interested. That's what pulls people closer into you, right? When you're asking them things about themselves. So for you to come from the space of like, I'm playing hard to get, I think that we imagine that that brings us to like this queen level. Like I'm on this other level on this throne and you have to try to like climb to get it. And I, you imagine that I'm very valuable and you'll work really hard to get me. But the other piece of it is somebody might perceive this hard to get as you just being mean as hell. You're just a mean person. <laughs> um, generally, if, in my opinion, if someone's playing hard to get, mm-hmm. I just assume they are. And so do you give up? I give up. Yeah. Because when it becomes so much work, there's so much to do in life already. Mm-hmm. And relationships are difficult enough to develop and to and to navigate and mm-hmm. to cultivate and to open up to without someone trying to play a game of hard to get. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying be throwing yourself at guys mm-hmm. or, you know, being out there crazy. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is if you're genuinely interested, be genuinely interested. Yeah. Don't have to put on an air of arrogance or aloof or hard to get, mm-hmm. you know, be available. Be available. Mm. If you're interested, be available and be willing to be vulnerable with that guy. Yeah. You know, you may get hurt. He may get hurt. But if you're not willing, you'll never know. Exactly. That hard to get. You're playing a game that the other person is not interested in playing. And so then you're not you're not winning any game. Right. You're just out there by yourself. So that is definitely one of those myths that will keep you from opportunities to connect with somebody really special and could potentially keep you single. Okay. So let's move to myth number three. Ooh, this is a good one. Um, You can take this as you will. I'm just going to use this word for it. Don't kiss on the first date. I mean, really? (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm saying the same thing. I mean, really? Oh, my gosh. Um, there has been multiple times that I've wanted to kiss a woman on the first date and I generally go for it. Mm-hmm. I generally, you know, even if it's just a peck, it's a good night. It's I'm showing interest. Yeah. And it also gauges in reality, whether she's interested in you, mm. is she going to be receptive of that kiss? Or is she going to kiss you back? Is it going to be passionate? Is it just going to be a peck? Is it going to be a, you know, a hug, you know, you're going in for the kiss and it turns into a hug and that's kind of a, <laughs> when you get the block, like, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so, but it tells you right up front, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's another part of being vulnerable in dating. Um, I think we're afraid to be vulnerable in dating. 
and we're afraid to be vulnerable in relationships. And I think it's really important that we, even in dating, we give a level of vulnerability so that we can be discovered. Mm, I love that so that we can be discovered. That's how I see the kiss or the touch or the stroke of a shoulder or the hug, which is not always a bad thing. Um, I look at it as this discovery of connection, right? Like, how do I know what kind of connection I have with you? Maybe when I kiss, maybe sparks fly all over my body, right? Maybe nothing flies. So I know there's not going to be a second date. So thank goodness I kissed you now and didn't hold off to realize that it was going to be no connection by the second or third date, yep. right? Put your tongue in your mouth. I'm kissing you goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I've totally been on a date that let me know that I would never go out on a date with this guy ever mm, again. I have too. Yeah. Like I, th- I think I told you about this one. It was just because it was so funny to me. Like he was a really nice guy. We had great conversation. His jokes were great. I love to laugh. You can get me by making me laugh anytime. You can even be slightly funny looking. I'm just lucky now that my partner is not funny looking and he's funny, <laughs> right? So I, it just works out. But She's trying to get points. This <laughs> is true. But at the end of the night, everything was great. And he's talking about the next date. I'm like, oh, you know, we'll see. Um, and then he comes in for the kiss. And I'm thinking it's going to be like this sweet little thing. And I, I, I think that his tongue got lost somewhere at the back of my teeth or throat or something and it was terrible that one thing just killed him like oh my god I can never this will never be I'm so sorry but I was very excited by the fact that I gathered all my information in that first date knowing that this without that type of connection for me I wasn't going to be able to take it further maybe it was that there weren't other connections that I didn't realize and so the kiss just kind of sealed it it was the implication that other things were not firing up anyway maybe there was something missing in the conversation and our values and things like that so in any event the kiss is just a manifestation or whatever physical thing you want to have on the first date I'm applying this to any physical thing that you feel comfortable with right that is an indication of what's really happening in that whole energetic space so knock that myth to the side Ladies, we are trying to get information about what really works for us. We're really trying to line up with our uh, glow in our relationships. Like, what is it that really just sparks something in me? And if I can't witness it, if I can't be a part of what that spark is, Mm -hmm. how do I know what direction to go? How do I tap into my intuition? This is a part of your intuitive sense. Tapping into your felt sense is what we call it. It's like what happens in your body. But if you're not doing anything to allow your body to kind of like bubble to the surface and really experience things, you really have less information to work with. Right. Right. And so, you know, in the age of the COVID, um, we may not be kissing as much. And if we do, luckily we probably have sanitary wipes in the car. (laughs) To wipe your face down like, (laughs) because what just happened here? I I got the Rona. I can feel it in my throat right now. (laughs) (laughs) Hand sanitizer squirt straight in your mouth. In your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so. So please be careful. What we're saying is be careful. Uh, open containers of vodka are allowed, I think. So you may need to wash out your mouth. <laughs> so guys, it does not have to be an open mouth kiss, but clearly you can see James is probably a big open mouth kisser. I like, it's all about open mouth. I, I need a, I need a little peck. Give me a peck. Let's start there. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've been kissed on the first date by women that were 
full on open mouth tongue kisses. And I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. I'm using my tongue to push theirs back in. Oh my gosh. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, okay. So I'm busting up the myth of don't kiss on the first date or don't be physical or don't touch. I'm busting that up. You can do whatever you want, but okay. From a male perspective, um, what is it like for you if a goddess does go ahead and take her, her goddess rights to kiss you on the first date? You know, in my experience, it's always been welcomed. Mm -hmm. Um, It is, it takes a kind of some of the work out of it that to understand that she is genuinely interested in you Mm -hmm. and Hey is, is willing to go in for that kiss, you know, or expecting you by getting close, you know, giving you the signals, giving you the signs, Mm -hmm. you know, you may need to go in and make that first kiss, but she's going to definitely make that known to you if she wants that first kiss if she's not playing hard to get from the previous questions previous right and I heard you say that actually a couple times I heard you say the the word work right like it's less work it's not hard work and I know some of my ladies might be like it sounds kind of lazy to me he should be wanting to work why can't he work they should work they should have to work for this but this is the reality ladies we're all the same men women what we look for in anything in our life is ease we look for things that are easy that feel good that feel free right that Mm -hmm. don't feel like i'm punching in somewhere and i have someone micromanaging how i have to show up right so if you're cultivating a situation where somebody else can feel it's just easy to be around you, right? And if that means you not playing hard to get, you leaning in, you being willing to make that move, give that kiss, or being open to the kiss, right? Not you blocking and making one work to break down your walls enough to kiss you, to touch you, whatever, right? That's what they remember. They remember being in your space and feeling easy. And man, I want more ease, how can I find this girl again, right? Like I need to make sure I contact her again because I just remember how it felt. The work's going to come when you're building that relationship. Mm -hmm. If it's hard to do from the get-go, he's going to give up. Yeah, and his assumption is is that it's only uphill from here. It's only uphill from here. Yeah. If it's easy, if the chemistry is flowing, if there's an emotional connection, if there's some level of vulnerability in the beginning – He's going to step up and say, this is going to be worth the effort. Mm. He's going to be willing to accept your level of crazy. (laughs) And you're going to be able to accept his level of crazy Mm -hmm. because you're going to have some of that connection in the beginning, some of that chemistry, some of that vulnerability that's like, wow, that was refreshing. This is different than any other date I've been on Mm -hmm. because we just vibed. Got it. Love that. All right, so let me get to myth four. Skip the serious topics. So a lot of times we're given advice, um, when you're on dates, don't talk about religion, don't talk about politics, don't talk about like heavy beliefs. Guys, we are in a day and age where it's kind of like everyone's beliefs, values, politics, spirituality, religion. It's kind of on your sleeve at this point in Mm -hmm. time. It's not something you can really hide anymore. And it is really important to people in a way that it it has not been before. We are in a space of where we are not being silent about so many things. And we recognize that we can no longer be silent. We can no longer be complicit um, to things happening around us. So more and more people are wanting to speak about their truth. And I want to be with someone who I know that if I do speak my truth, that I'm not going to be silenced by you, right? So I should be able to have these 
um, hard topic conversations. It's not one of these things where I say swoop in on a first date, be like, who did you vote for? Who are you going to vote for? And if you vote for this person, get out of here. But just being curious, there's nothing wrong with that. So if right. the, what I mean is the myth is don't talk about it at all or avoid talking about it. What I'm saying is don't run away from it. Don't be someone who appears to be fearful right. of having a deep conversation about things that are important to someone. Right. So um, that's a myth I think you should let go because it can also take away 50% of the conversation, you know, that lightly comes up throughout the day and someone, again, feeling uncomfortable, like I can't really talk about the things that are meaningful to me right now. And again, right now, these are very meaningful things. Um, the other thing about it, realistically, is you want to know if you're dealing with someone who lines up with your values, you right, know? Right, So you know, a lot of times people date within their religion or they date within their belief system, but they may be attracted to somebody that they don't even know their background. And so it's important, I think, to at least entertain some of those conversations and be be honest about it up front. You know, you hit it off and you're on your third date and you find out, oh, really? Oh, I really like this guy, but there's this thing. Mm-hmm. He- He's in, the, he's in this cult. He didn't tell me on the first date. Right. Kind of wish I knew. Wish I kind of knew about that. Yeah. Or, you know, she's whatever, has has a hang up with religion or has a hang up or a specific goal or task or familial requirement mm-hmm. around religion or around politics or whatever. In this day and age, all of those things are important things. Mm-hmm. And they can be deal breakers in a relationship even people that have been married or been together for years, you find out they break up over elections. Yes. And so don't, don't be afraid to have some of those serious conversations. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to be, you know, grabbing your favorite senator or president or <laughs> president-elect hat and putting it on and wearing it out. But, you know, but have some of those conversations. Don't be afraid of them. Yeah. And, and, there's open. nothing to lose. It's a first date. Like, right. what are you going to lose? You're, you're you're finding out information. You're going to make a connection or yes. you're going to find out you don't want to connect. Exactly. And that's really what you want to do in those first few dates mm-hmm. is find out, is this somebody that I want to spend some time getting to know better? Or is it somebody that they're cute? I like them. Our values just don't line up. And long term, it's not going to work. Yeah. And you'll save yourself decades of heartache. Yes. So, myth number five. Myth number five is consider dating to be a job. So, what I'm saying is don't consider dating to be a job. When you think of dating being a job, you get on these apps, right? And you are swiping, swiping, swiping. Oh my gosh, you're spending hours. There is actually research on the fact that people will spend about 12 hours. 12. 12 hours on these apps a day. There's only 24 hours, guys. So 12 of the hours we're sitting and we're focusing on trying to find this match for us and reading through things. And after a while, you just kind of start swiping. You're not even reading things the right way anymore because you're putting too much time into just doing that, right? Um, When it becomes something where you're like, well, I have this algorithm and this is the way that it has to be done. It doesn't even, it's it's not a fun thing anymore. It's not something that's enjoyable. So what you want to do when you are dating is you don't want to approach it as, is this the person that I'm going to marry? I need to assess the situation. I need to find out 
all these things, these check boxes are there, um, everything lines up exactly or it doesn't, so get the hell out of here. That's not what you want to do. You know what you're doing when you go on a first date? You're meeting someone you never met before. Somebody who was a stranger a moment before is no longer a stranger. You got to connect with someone new who, like we were just saying, may not end up being like this long-term love right. for you. Yeah, but they are a new connection. You don't know if this person is going to be a connection in if you are growing a business. If you're trying to get a job with someone else and you tell them your interest and they can recognize your talent, you have no idea where that can go to. Or if you just learn something new about somebody else's value or religion, you get a new perspective. You know, I've interacted with people who have said one sentence to me that they didn't think was significant at all. Mm. But by me hearing it, it made me start to think of things differently and research things literally something that changed my entire life one sentence that they thought was so meaningless you know and it's not that the relationship had to go anywhere but that thing they brought to me was what their purpose was to bring me that so mm -hmm. when you're going out and you're dating someone it's not a job it's a connection it's an experience right, right. have another experience it's another day another experience and one of the things that came to my mind was in that connection, he may not be for you, but he may think, my friend would love this girl. <laughs> they would get along so good. I never thought I would find someone that I would think that about, but mm -hmm. you're going to get along good with my friend. You're not for me. But my friend but would my friend love would. you. Or, the, or vice versa. Yeah. You're like, you've got that girlfriend that would just like this guy. Yeah. You know, and... It may not be for you, but you find out that they get together and they have a, a, a great, great time. They hit it yeah. off. They mm -hmm. make a great connection. They're, they're vulnerable with each other and they click mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it's or, networking. Or this person is so terrible. <laughs> you get to clarify all the things that you really don't like. Google, Google review. <laughs> So that'll really help you like, oh, I thought I could date someone like this when I saw their profile, but I realized that thing, that's not for me. So mm -hmm. now I can kind of take that off the list. Like it's not, or it's not an important thing to me, whatever the case may mm -hmm. be. All information. Right. So we have a bonus, bonus, bonus uh, rule that we want to talk about because this is what inspired our entire podcast today. So, oh, this rule is the 21-day rule. Yeah, crickets, what? I have never even heard of this. <laughs> I mean, I know it's a thing. I Googled it after someone said it to me. It was, I had a coaching call and someone said, oh, well, my girlfriend's told me that I should stick to this 21 day rule and I shouldn't call him. Hmm. Blew my mind. Blew mm -hmm. my mind. I think I like halfway passed out on the phone call when she said, it. I'm like, what's happening right now? Mm -hmm. You're telling me you really like this guy and you really miss him. And so you've implemented this 21 day rule that your friend told you you should implement. So can I ask you, are your friends, are, are, are they in a long-term relationship? Well, one's been single um, forever. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. um, and one's in a relationship with a guy that she doesn't actually like, but she's in the relationship, so she's able to get the relationship, but they're both miserable. Mm -hmm. Got it. Mm -hmm. So 
<laughs> guys, stop taking the, this advice and these rules, especially from people. This is just straight up. I'm not even trying to be shady about it. When you have people in your life who are not successful in their dating relationships and they're giving you like hard, fast rules, you need to question that. And you need to actually say something to them like, boo, let's figure out together maybe something different that'll work. Because if they've been using this over and over again and it is not working, something probably needs to be different. I'm very much an advocate of getting my goddesses out the game. Mm -hmm. All goddess, no game, okay? All goddess, no game. I'm so not about that. And a rule, a 21 day rule is all about the game. And I'm not about that chessboard, okay? So listen- most um, guys are not even going to remember who you are. In what, 21, in 21 days? days. <laughs> it takes, what, 21 days to form a new habit, and the new habit might be forgetting you. Be- <laughs> Becky, what's your name again? <laughs> I don't have you in my phone. Who is this? <laughs> exactly. Who that? <laughs> new phone, who this? Listen. <laughs> Stop playing games. Like, what are you gaining? I actually did a little bit of research on what happens in like this 21 day period and how like after a certain amount of days, you go through this period of being sad and missing them. And then the next part is like you go through being really angry and pissed off that they haven't contacted you. And then the next part of it is you have like a high craving, like you're craving drugs and you all you want to do is contact them. It's a horrible cycle. And why are you putting yourself through this? It's not at the end of it like a diet and you're about to lose five pounds. Like you're about to lose your mind. Mm-hmm. Right. Day 19, you're the stalker on his front porch. Exactly. But but I didn't call him. I'm following this 21 day rule. Like, OK, mm-hmm. listen, here's the thing. Again, I'm all about gathering information. If you want to do something when a goddess wants to do something, she's not calculating in a way of like, well, how's it going to make this person react or how's it going to make them respond? What a goddess is calculating is how is this going to make me feel? Am I going to feel good or not? Right. If I want to contact you, even if you've done me so wrong, but I miss you and I want to talk to you. Do you know what I'm doing? Hmm. I'm contacting you. I know that sounds crazy. It sounds ridiculous, but what do I have to lose? If I've already lost you, Right. If you already have decided that you don't want this and I contact you because I miss you and I want to check out how you're doing. I knew that you were in a bad way. What am I going to lose by contacting you if you already weren't talking to me anyway? What what am I going to be on punishment for more days where you're going to continue to not call me? If you weren't going to call me, you weren't going to call me. So here's the thing. I'm not going to show up in my relationships and my connections based off of just how you show up. In our relationship, I'm showing up the way that lines up with my values. When I care about somebody, I'm going to do certain things and I'm not going to alter those things because you don't do them, Mm -hmm. you know, um, now don't set that standard for future relationships. Mm -hmm. Even if you wait 21 days and you call him back and he's like, oh my God, I've been out of the country and blah, blah, blah. There's a whole excuse. Mm -hmm. You're still setting up a situation in future potential relationships where, you may not deal with stuff right away. He may not deal with stuff with right away, even in your relationship. You're looking at me kind of funny. I, I'm just trying to understand what you mean by he may not, you may not deal with stuff right away. What's that mean? If you let things go a long time uh-huh. without dealing with them or approaching them or taking um, things to task, uh-huh. it may show up later on in the relationship, that 21 day rule we're not going to deal with this problem. We're just going to avoid it. We're just going to avoid things. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so he's, he could get that from you and you could get that from him. If you set it up in the beginning of, Hey, I want to call you. I'm going to call you. Yes. If I want to text you, I'm going to text you. 
Here's my my argument with the 21-day rule about how it's probably not going to set it up uh, later in your relationship. You're not going to have the relationship because you waited 21 days to call them. <laughs> that could be the case. <laughs> it's but, not going to happen. <laughs> but, you know, if you're chasing around Captain Sweatpants in his grandparents' basement... <laughs> He's going to be there in 21 he days. He might be there. And what did you accomplish? What did you do in the you 21 got days? Captain Sweatpants. He was going to talk to you whether you called him in one day or 21 days. Fact. Anyone that I have waited to call, it's only because I forgot to call them. And they picked up the phone. Either way, if they were going to pick up, they picked up. If they weren't going to pick up on day two, they didn't pick up on day 21 either. That's right. just the fact. That's and the facts. I've done that thing too, where I'm like, well, I'm going to wait this long and I'm going to, and I'm telling you ladies things from what I've, I've done. I'm like, why did I do this? I didn't know there was a rule, but anyway, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to like kind of detox myself from that situation and I'm not going to call them. And then I waited like three, four months to call. And I was like, you know, I just wanted to kind of give some space and I didn't know whether or not we, you were going to want to hang out. And he's like, what are you talking about? If you, of course I, we would hang out. Like I always want to hang out with you. I'm like, what was I doing? Why did I make myself wait three, four months to do this punishment for, yeah and it was only punishing me you know right. what i mean it was it was silly he's so, been on three dates and is living his best life <laughs> exactly <laughs> and i've been sitting over here you know fasting no never mind that so blow up this 21 day rule blow up the game is what i'm really talking about goddesses like these myths that people are giving you you know i'm not saying they're being completely ridiculous there was some merit maybe at some point in time at the level of relationship they were having or the person that they were dealing with but to have any type of rules that you spread across everybody it's not going to work like everyone's different you know you really need to be in a space where you're open to figure someone out, which is a lot of what we were talking about. Like being in a space of being vulnerable enough to figure them out, to see how they move. So you can figure out if you're going to want to move with them, if that's something that you want to show up in. It's not about you changing how you are and how you move as well, but seeing if it lines up with what feels good to you. Mm -hmm. If you have me doing things and um, jumping through hoops that don't feel good to me, I don't even want to do, what's the point? It's not worth it to right. me. It's not fun anymore. Mm -hmm. Right. Dating should not be a complete headache. I'm not being naive about this. I understand that dating can be very frustrating, can mm -hmm. be very frustrating, can be very like just draining. You know what I mean? When you run into the same thing over and over again, I implore you then to step out of the same game. If you're getting the same results, you have to move a little bit differently right. than you have been before. Right. So that was our uh, information that we're dropping on our myths. It was five myths, but we, you know, wanted to go ahead and give you that bonus one for that 21 day rule. Break those rules. Goddesses make rules and they break old rules. Mm -hmm. They step out of the stories that no longer serve them and they create the new chapter for themselves. So goddesses, what chapter are you going to write for yourself now? What are you stepping into and what game are you stepping out of? Sounds great. Um, we're wrapping up this podcast. It's sponsored by who? By Glow Your Goddess. Okay. Which is the Glow Your Goddess membership. So for all my goddesses who are interested in making sure that you are glowing up 
yourself, discovering your journey, discovering your true glow, and then discovering how to connect even more deeply with the right partner, you want to check out glowyourgoddess.com. Check out the couple of memberships that we have going where you can have coaching calls with me one-on-one. We have group coaching calls. You have a new course every month, something that's going to give you a lot more in-depth activities for yourself to make sure that you're being challenged to really evolve on this journey. Sounds good. I think that uh, we're going to wrap this up and uh, have a good night. Have a good night. Get ready for this Tell them it's a goddess you. Limitless in everything you do. They already know when you come through. You shut it down when you walk into the room.